Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Mark chapter 1. The beginning of the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet. I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way, a voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him. Confessing their sins, they were baptised by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptise you with water, but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. At that time Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove, and a voice came from heaven. You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. At once the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness forty days, being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. When he had gone a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat preparing their nets. Without delay he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching, because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an impure spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly. Come out of him. The impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this? A new teaching and with authority. He even gives orders to impure spirits and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand and helped her up. The fever left her and she began to wait on them. That evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he wouldn't let the demons speak because they knew who he was. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, 
left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone's looking for you. Jesus replied, Let's go somewhere else, to the nearby villages, so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he travelled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus was indignant. He reached out his hand and touched the man. I'm willing, he said, be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. Jesus sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you don't tell this to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, he went out and began to talk freely spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but stayed outside in lonely places. Yet the people still came to him from everywhere. The short, sharp anecdotes create a relentless feel to Jesus' ministry. Jesus seems to be one of those reactive caregivers, always rushing from one thing to the next bringing compassion to all the needy people he can find. You know the type. Often late, but a great listener. Often tired, but always doing something for someone else. And yet Jesus is also shown to be utterly in charge of his own agenda. There is no doubt that he is the one calling the shots, the one with authority, making bold declarations and leaving people staggered at what he does. You also know that type. And so we see Jesus embodying two extremes that the church has ever since struggled to hold together. Extreme compassion and extreme authority. Oh, that we could draw these divergent twins back to our table. This is how it happens. By living kingdom come near. Verse 15. When we live like the kingdom has come near, we know we carry authority and compassion that are not our own. Any authority we have, it's actually Jesus's authority, intended to show everyone that Jesus is reclaiming his earth. Any compassion we have is actually Jesus's compassion, alerting us to the people Jesus wants to bring under his loving rule. Showcasing Jesus's authority and showcasing Jesus's compassion, that is the way of the kingdom. We must pray hard into both. We must push hard into both. This is why healings and exorcisms need to be at the core of our gospel. These miracles are where authority and compassion come together and kiss. And that is why I pray for them every single time I can. They aren't everything about the kingdom. Submission to Jesus is the kingdom. Repentance and obedience to Jesus is the kingdom. But they are the signs of the kingdom. They are the showcasing of the kingdom. So, As we start this gospel, can I encourage you to lean hard into who Jesus really was, to let these short, sharp anecdotes relentlessly refine your regard of your Redeemer. Let his extreme compassion beguile you. Let his extreme authority humble you. And then pray to become like him. Ask Jesus to help you embody more of his authority and more of his compassion. 
and then take every chance you get to show Jesus's authority-filled compassion for the sick and Jesus's compassion-filled authority over the demonic. Here's a question for your reflection. Which surprises you more, Jesus's extreme compassion or Jesus's extreme authority? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.